purpose of Shipstead's future finance project has been to design and model the solution for a new ERP system. In this week's podcast, I talked to Knut Ström Enersen, head of finance transformation, to hear more about the project. How do you create a solution that works for so many different companies? And were there any teething problems when they launched earlier this spring? Knut Ström Enersen, welcome to Shipstead Talks. Thank you. So you and me are going to talk about something that's kind of hard for me to grasp. Explain, what's the future finance project? What is that? Well, primarily uh, the future finance project is what I like to call a finance transformation project. And that might not make a lot of sense to uh, a lot of people. So I'll try to explain it. Um, But that basically means we try to focus on improving our financial processes. Uh, as well as trying to have um, common financial processes across all our companies. It also means that we are implementing a a common way of measuring and reporting our financial uh, performance across uh, the companies. And the setup today then, before this, what is, could you you talk about something, our current financial process and when was that implemented in Shipset? Our current financial uh, processes, they've been well, implemented um, over time, basically. So there there have been a couple of uh, more transformative projects in the past, but uh, nothing that has focused on all ships and companies at once. So this is a big one, right? I would say so, yeah. How much time is put into a project like this? How many people are you involved? We currently have about 35 uh, employees in Shipstead working on this uh, half to full-time. Most of them are full-time. And then we have some vendor resources uh, as well. And, and this is, is this a collaboration across companies as well? A lot of different companies included? Yeah, so we have, well, currently we um, we just finished uh, going live with the pilots. Um, so for that, we had a central team taking most of the work uh, with the vendor. And then, of course, we have uh, stakeholders all around the organization and especially in the pilot companies that are involved and giving us their requirements and, and basically uh, how explaining to us how they, their companies work. And then we incorporate that into, uh, into what we deliver, basically, uh, as well as trying then to, uh, to see what requirements do we have elsewhere in Shipstead. And so to the million dollar question then, why do you do this? That is um, basically because we have we have seen, uh, well, we, we are doing quite well uh, in, in our financial services at the moment, but we would like to have uh, faster and even more uh, accurate financial reporting. Uh, so basically giving... Uh, giving managers across ships the the ability to to make the, their decisions based on the financial reports faster, and in addition, we would like to improve how they make their decisions. So basically, giving them better insights to the history uh, or the financial history of the company, uh, so that they can make more informed decisions about what to do in the future. Um, and in addition, we also would like to improve the efficiency of our financial services. Um, so basically, uh, that we can expand uh, our portfolio in Shipstead without increasing costs uh, and even manage to save some costs. Um, and then Shipstead is, is not a company that's, uh, or not a group that's, uh, that's dormant. Uh, we uh, acquire companies uh, a lot of the time and, and um we see that 
some of the times it's quite it's a big big work of integrating new companies into the Shipstead family. And so that is also something that we would like to make a little bit easier, at least on the finance side. And how? Could you explain how that, that's made easier with this one? Uh, it's basically uh, what we call uh, the global financial template. So we're creating one, one big template for which includes uh, our financial processes. So how, how should people perform their jobs? Which tools should they use? And also, as I mentioned, how we measure the financial performance, how we report it. Um, so basically the chart of accounts uh, and the dimensions that the uh, management is using to follow up on their business, like Finn is following up on, on their mo motor vertical or the jobs vertical or real estate um, so that we, we make this uh, harmonized and common across for similar companies. And you went live in the beginning of April, right? Yeah. How did it go? Did, did you have any teething troubles? Uh, well, we did expect some teething troubles, uh, as as in any larger project. Uh, so, but I think we were quite well prepared for it. So nothing that uh, that exceeds our expectations. And then uh, we also have an amazing team who who's standing by to uh, to fix any issues as they arise. What happens now? Are you implementing it all over Shipset or what happens now? Yeah, so basically uh, what we're going to do now is, is we're going to go into uh, uh, another phase where we will try to improve some of the features that we've already implemented, uh, implement some additional features into the template uh, and also the companies that are already live on the solution. And then... Who are they? Who are already live on the solution? Yeah, so the two pilots that was uh, VG in uh, Norway and the Blocket in Sweden. Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, we're gonna roll out to the remaining part of uh, Norway first. Uh, we're aiming to complete that during Q1 2022, and then during the fall we will start the preparations for uh, for deploying to Sweden and uh, the re remaining parts of Sweden that will be completed by the end of Q2 2022. And then in parallel, we are also onboarding the new uh, Danish eBay company. Uh, and we'll, uh, we're expecting to complete that during Q2 2022. Who in ShipZ is impacted by this? Mostly they are the people that are impacted by this uh, are the people in finance. Of course, they have, have the heaviest impact. But of course, anyone approving an invoice will be impacted. So we have a new new global solution for, for incoming invoices, which should hopefully make the, that job a little bit easier. And then, of course, our all our managers, our CEOs, CFOs, they will hopefully see that they can get their reporting a little bit faster and, uh, and get a little bit better data. So uh, I'm curious, then, this interest in financial process, does it spill over to your personal life? Do you keep a tight score of expenses? Well, I wouldn't say I keep that much of a tight score on, on expenses, but um, I do really like to automate stuff. So uh, that's also... Could you, could you give give me an example? Uh, well, one of the things that kind of frustrates my wife is uh, is uh, the, uh, the doorbell on our house, uh, which has a camera and it's connected to some screens inside the house. So you're working from your home office. How has the pandemic 
treated you? Uh, personally, uh, having two smaller kids, uh, it's it's actually worked out quite well. Uh, I find working from home op- home office uh, is quite efficient uh, during the during my daily life. Uh, it's it's easier to get the kids to and from where they uh, should be, and and also combining that with uh, meetings and and working. And we're also seeing, especially in in the future finance project, that having people across multiple locations is actually it's actually quite beneficial to have everyone working on on a video conferencing solution. Uh, so that works quite well. But uh, challenge is then getting the team to have a team feeling uh, and 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 the social events. So uh, I'm really looking forward to being able to, to see the team in person again. But a year from now, when um, I mean, hopefully everything will be over. How, how do you think you will work? Uh, well, it's yet to be seen. Uh, I'm not really sure yet, um, but I'm thinking personally a hybrid model. Uh, some days in the office, some days at home. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I think maybe the the main challenge there will be uh, how will we combine a lot of people in the office with a lot of people at home. I'm not much for for video meetings. I'm hoping that that maybe you know virtual reality could come up with something nice, so I, I, we can pretend that we're in the same room. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that sounds nice. That would that would be really nice. So, what's it like working for Shipstead as a company? Then pros and cons. I really uh, enjoy working for Shipstead mainly because it's such an agile company. There are so many things going on, uh, and and we're also. Uh, conscious about that, the uh, environment that we're operating in. Uh, I, I just saw the um, the new vision for Shipstead that uh, Christine presented uh, on our all hands, and I really, really like that. Uh, so that that's one of the uh, one of the things. Maybe the the con is kind of the same as the pro. It is a very agile company. <laughs> a lot of stuff is happening, so tends to be, uh, it can sometimes be a bit too much, but then uh, just have to be uh, diligent about prioritizing what to focus on. But would you say that things, uh, Agile, would you mean also that things can go fast in, in, in Shipstead? Yeah, I would say that's, that's part of what I mean when I say Agile. So it's fast paced, uh, but it's always fun. And, uh, and I love the people. Uh, we have so many uh, competent uh, people. Uh, and sociable people. So uh, yeah, that's a, it's, it's a lot of fun at work. Thank you so much for coming to Shipstead Talks. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Shipstead Employee Branding Team. My name is Hugo Rienberg and producer was Jens Back.